Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of my podcast, I Am My Best Friend. Let's pretend that I have been here every week posting a new episode every Sunday, which, of course, I haven't been doing, and I really hope you forgive me for having ghosted you for so long, but here I am, and I'm so excited for this episode because we're gonna talk about pornography. I think we all know that pornography is a topic that we rarely talk about in society, a topic that is often negatively connotated, and I just want to discuss it a little bit, see if there's any positives to it, why it is that we think it is so negative, and a few other things which I personally find very, very important to talk about. So let's get right into it. Okay, so before we start discussing the topic of porn, I wanted to know some basic facts so I could share them with you. And the first thing that came to my mind was obviously how many people actually watch porn. But it's so difficult to actually find numbers on it. I found one specific number, which was 40% of people in the United States watch it, but I'm not sure how generalizable that is. And I also came across a lot of websites that were very anti-porn and did show some statistics, but I'm not sure, again, how reliable they are. So unfortunately, I can't tell you how many people actually watch porn, but I think all, we all know that it's quite a lot. I also wanted to know how long is porn usually watched and for this I found some Pornhub statistics so if you don't know Pornhub is a free porn website that is 18 plus so according to those statistics the average of porn watched is usually 9 minutes and 55 seconds they also showed an average range which is 30 seconds to 9 minutes 55 seconds so basically the shortest average would be 30 seconds just to keep that in mind, the average number of porn watched is 10 minutes. Also, last thing I wanted to look at were age demographics. So, according again to those Pornhub statistics, just so you know, I didn't really find that many statistics in general about porn, which later on I will conclude that we just have to talk more about porn. But yeah, as I say, I just found Pornhub statistics and the average age of porn watchers is 37 years. Now... Keep in mind, with all of these statistics, it is very important to know that they do not include people who are under 18 years, because legally, people below the age of 18 are not allowed to watch porn, but we know that that is not the case. It's usually not the case, so that is something to keep in mind when we look at statistics about porn in general. Right, so now we can get into the topic of porn. First of all, I think pornography has a very, very negative image in our society, in media, everywhere. If you talk to somebody, you realize that it's very, very negatively connotated, which of course there are some reasons for that. But at the same time, I notice that it's super, super difficult to talk about porn with other people simply because there can be a lot of judgment, a lot of backlash, and maybe even some ignorance towards it just because we don't talk about it enough. And one of the things that I often hear is that porn can damage your body image or it can really affect your body image. And I would like to talk about that a little bit more. So when talking about how your body image is affected by porn, it is important to know and acknowledge what it is that we actually see when we watch porn. Now, from my own experience, what I see, women are usually absolutely perfect in the sense that they have hourglass bodies, they have really exaggerated curves, while at the same time being very slim, having a very small waist, a very flat belly. They almost always have no hair around their genitals. And then for men, I usually 
see huge penises that are erected for absolutely unrealistically long times they have six packs they have muscles so that is what i usually see very exaggerated ideals of the human body now there is the question if porn creates a false body image or if it affects us negatively in relation to our body image if you think about it porn reflects our society like any other media platform does for example on instagram you see perfect people in tv and on advertising you see people who are exaggerated in their beauty they are usually impeccable they have great skin they have bodies that are very non-representative of everybody else in society so i personally think that porn is just a mirror of our society's standards just like any other media outlet but something to keep in mind is that when you watch porn you're very exposed to vulnerable parts of the human body obviously so parts that you don't usually see in in parentheses normal media which are people's genitals breasts and butts which you are not exposed to in other media outlets so what does this mean for us because we see exaggerated bodies unrealistic bodies and bodies that do not represent the majority porn can definitely create a false body image or affect your body image in a negative way just as any other media outlet but maybe more so when it comes to intimate body parts which you are exposed to only on porn or similar media just something to think about so i was also looking at some research about body image and porn and i found something very interested that dr kate dawson said she's a psychologist and sexual health educator so she claims that the way porn affects your body image very much depends on your already existing general body image so what she says is that people who already have insecurities about their bodies are basically predisposed to feeling even more insecure about their bodies after having watched porn whereas people who are generally more self-secure might even benefit from watching porn because they can get reassurance about their bodies so according to her there is a variety of genitals in, in porn for example and you might get reassurance from that oh okay so my genitals look a bit different but that is normal because i also see that in porn so it could even help people who are already generally very self-secure now what i say to that is i definitely think that when you already have a negative body image that porn or any media outlet where perfect or very ideal people are portrayed, that your own body image is affected. I definitely think she's right with that. I do have to say that I personally would not say that variety is very big on porn. So as I say, um, people are very ideal. I find that women are often operated and have exaggerated curves and men have bodies that do not represent everybody. So I'm not sure if there's actually that much variety where people who are already self-secure can benefit, benefit from that. A quick conclusion, yes, porn can definitely affect your body image. This might depend on your predisposition, so basically how you already feel about your general body image. But of course, your body image can be affected by any other media outlet. And since we are so exposed to social media, for example, I'm not sure if porn really makes such a difference in terms of your general body image. Maybe about your intimate body parts, that is very possible. But yeah, let's move on. Now, let's get into something very interesting, which is expectations about sex and how those are affected by watching porn. I did a quick poll on my Instagram and I asked you if porn has affected your sex life, your ideas about sex or your expectations about sex and the vast majority did say yes. 
which is a bit concerning i think because when you think about it porn is often watched before people even have sex for the first time and it can heavily affect our expectations about sex which as teachers as educators as parents we need to talk about porn and how different it is from real life experiences and i know this is a difficult one because porn is not legal for underage people but we also do know that it is watched by adolescents and teens so that is definitely something that needs to be talked about more one thing that we really need to teach our children and adolescents and teens are expectations versus reality when it comes to porn. So let's talk about expectations versus reality just to show how different porn really is from real life. For example, in porn, you often see that erections, I don't know, last for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, really unrealistically long times. Now, when you think about it in real life, sometimes you won't even get wet or your partner won't get erected. So you're not even at the stage where the two of you are erected and turned on. Another thing that can happen in real life is that at some point in the middle of sex, you just get turned off and that you don't, you're not erected anymore or you're not wet anymore or you don't want to keep on going. So this ideal of an erection lasting for hours is very, very unrealistic physically and mentally another thing that happens in porn always is that you never see breaks if there's a break you don't see it because it has obviously been edited out and in real life girl i don't know about you but i have to take a lot of breaks and it can happen a lot and if you feel like you need to take a break that is totally normal because after all it is a very physical activity and sometimes you need a break yeah <laughs> That's all. Another thing in porn is that you hear constant moaning and constant enjoyment from everybody involved. But in real life, sex is chaotic. It is messy. And, and that is okay. You're not supposed to be enjoying literally every second of it. You might be exhausted at some point. Your partner might not be doing what you want them to. You might have to stop and communicate. You can't realistically be constantly enjoying yourself unless the both of you are completely synced that might happen um, if you already really know each other very well but realistically constantly enjoying sex like the whole act the whole i don't know how many how long it takes constantly enjoying it that is not realistic at all and honestly i can think about so many other expectations versus reality about porn that is definitely something that we have to teach each other and our children and our teens and it is super, super important that you can draw a very clear line between porn and real life sex. Of course, both can be pleasurable. They can even be combined so you can have sex with a partner and watch porn. But you have to acknowledge that they are very different. I think that is very important for our own mental health in order to relieve this pressure to perform like in porn. I think you should see porn as a fantasy, maybe even as a safe space where you can imagine your own desires, where you can live them out by watching a produced film. Whereas when you think about sex, you should see it as something where you can connect with someone else. It is a beautiful act that can also be super, super chaotic, that can be interrupted at any time or sometimes not even be that pleasurable, which is of course when you have to stop. But just differentiate that porn is this ideal fantasy world and sex is a real life activity that you have with somebody else and it's going to be chaotic. 
And as soon as we forget to draw this clear line between porn and real life sex, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to perform like the people in porn. But it is important to know that porn is exactly that. It is simply a performance. Think about it. There is a whole team of makeup artists, lighting and and filming experts behind the camera, usually. Usually every minute is planned. It is spoken about beforehand what will happen. There are scripts. Nothing represents real life. Also, if a porn artist has to take a break, obviously they won't show it in the video. And that's where I go back to say that is why sex education is so, so important. That is why we need to teach young people, people who are not 18, what the reality behind porn is and that it does not reflect real life. It is so important to teach young people that even if they are not supposed to watch it, we all know that they will very, very likely come across it at least. And of course, not just educating young people, educating ourselves, re-educating ourselves, because we probably were not educated as children. We probably grew up thinking that actually we have to perform like in porn. So slowly starting to change that pattern and realizing that we do not have to perform like in porn, that sex is not a performance, that sex is, is meant to be a pleasurable act, an act of freedom, an act of liberty, and has nothing to do with porn. The next thing I would like to talk about is intentional porn watching. Simply becoming a bit more intentional about our habits when it comes to porn. Why it is that we watch porn. Why it is that we need to watch it to come perhaps. Or why it is that we need to watch it frequently. A lot of people feel that they're not even able to reach an orgasm without watching porn. Or they think they're not able to do so without watching porn. What is important here is to draw a very, very clear line between what is porn addiction and what is simply having habits that can be changed. So, talking about addiction. Yes, I know I'm not a professional at all, but I was looking at some, I guess, porn addiction symptoms, which can include feeling like porn is your only outlet for any emotional stress. You feel like you can't live without it. You always need to watch more and often you need to watch even more hardcore content. And you might even watch things that you would not personally like in real life at at some point. If that is the case, if you're listening right now and you're like, okay, this might apply to me or one of these symptoms applies to me, then I suggest that you acknowledge that you might be addicted. Don't get scared, just acknowledge it. Maybe talk to a close person or write it down. Acknowledge it in some way and then seek professional help. Know that you are not alone. There is always someone who can help you, whether it be a therapist, a mental health professional, an addiction center, an addiction specialist. So there's always, always people. Now, on the other side of that line, porn can affect our habits very heavily. For example, as I said earlier, a lot of people have issues coming without porn or feeling sexually stimulated without porn. Now, that is where I say, try and be more intentional about your porn habits. Try and ask yourself some questions about your own masturbation habits. For example, why do I feel the need to watch porn? Or how can I masturbate without it? What could I use instead? Maybe try and masturbate without porn at times and make it what masturbation should be an intentional practice of self-love try and imagine something listen to good music really create a safe space where you can masturbate without porn 
And also, if possible, just talk to your friends about how they masturbate, if they do it with or without porn. Just be more intentional about your own habits and why it is that you think that you have to watch porn in order to come. So be clear whether it is that you're actually addicted and then please, please seek professional help or whether it is that this is a habit of yours that you can change by being intentional about your actions. Now, from intentional porn watching, we move on to the topic of feminist porn, which I'm so excited about because I think it is often assumed that feminist porn is just vanilla sex. And if you don't know what that means, that's just very, very soft sex, nothing rough or anything like that. But that is a misconception. It does not have to be that way. It is simply porn made in the female gaze. Often it is focused on female pleasure or on the pleasure of both man and woman which i find fantastic <laughs> because a lot of porn is made using the male gaze and, and feminist porn is a way to actively try and change that i was listening to a podcast where a woman spoke who is a filmmaker and screenwriter for porn she's from spain and lives in berlin and her name is paulita Pappel. And what she says about feminist porn, I think, is absolutely amazing. So she says that we can use feminist porn as a way to free ourselves from society's norms about sexuality and sex. It allows us to let go of labels, to forget about other people's judgments. I think that's such a great way to think about it. And she also says that feminist porn allows for a safe space. So she says that you can learn about what you like and don't like while always being able to quit. You're allowed to always stop and that is a habit that you should take into your sex life knowing that you're always going to be in control. And she says that's, that's something that you can very easily learn while watching porn and I think that is such a great takeaway. That is such a positive part about porn. Everything she says makes sense and that is so, so cool. Using porn to fight the male gaze, using it to be more intentional about your habits, using it to learn valuable things about your sex life. I mean, wow, that is absolutely impressive. And just a note for you to try out feminist porn, see if that works for you, because it really is like any other porn, just focusing on female pleasure or focusing on the female gaze. And very, very related to that, very related to feminist porn is ethical porn now when i personally talk about ethical porn i mean two things a that you make sure you watch ethical content and b that you make sure that the conditions for sex workers are ethical which all boils down to my favorite little phrase which is pay for your porn the first thing ethical content now quick trigger warning i will be mentioning sexual violence rape porn child porn, incest, all these things. So if that's too much for you, please just skip a, a minute or two ahead. But yes, so you probably have noticed, or I think a lot of us know that porn often glorifies sexual violence. May that be touching someone while they're sleeping or waking them up while touching them, which is very, very, very messed up. There is punishment porn, rape porn, child porn, incest, and so, so much that is unethical. And I want to make it clear that that kind of porn is very, very wrong. Yes, you can have a lot of fantasies. Yes, you can live out your sexual desires. Yes, porn is supposed to be a safe space for those desires. But to normalize or to accept sexual violation, to accept 
not respecting somebody's consent, to accept using sex as a power tool, that is not okay. And it is not okay to watch it. It is not, not okay to support it in any way. So if this is something you enjoy watching or even thinking of, please, please, for your own good, if everybody's good, please say, seek professional help. I just want to put that out there. It is not okay. And that is unethical content. Now, the issue with all of the free porn websites is that it's very, very difficult to actually exclude the fact that you might be supporting unethical content. Because, for example, if you go on Pornhub and watch something there, even if it is super, super ethical and you know, ah, I know these sex workers and I support them, you are supporting a huge platform where everybody can upload anything where you don't know if that is consensual, where you don't know if it involves human trafficking, where you don't know if children are involved or any unconsensual activities are happening. So in reality, even if you think you're not supporting any unethical things, by not paying for your porn, by not making sure where exactly that money is going, you are very, very likely supporting unethical content, content that is really, really never, ever justifiable. And the second thing is when talking about ethicality in porn is making sure that sex workers are actually in good working conditions. The funny thing is that sex workers are always talked down upon, but we all, a lot of us watch porn and we still t do not tolerate sex work. How does that work? How does that controversy work? I do not know. But let's think about ethical conditions for workers, for sex workers and what they mean. It means that sex workers need to have good wages, that there needs to be safety. If something happens to them, they know that there is safety for them. There need to be worker rights. There need to be good labor conditions, which is why we need to talk about porn once again and normalize it to assure that the sex workers that we often have negative images about, I don't know why, that these sex workers actually work in good conditions. And again, that is why you have to pay for your porn. By paying for your porn, you can hopefully decrease the risk of supporting anything like human trafficking, forced sex work, child sex work, and unethical labor conditions for said sex workers. Also, by paying for your porn, you can support a specific group of porn artists or an individual and ensure that their working conditions are good. Of course, an issue with literally everything in life, transparency is not always a thing. You usually don't know what exactly you are paying for, who you are paying for. Even if you're paying just an individual porn star, you never know who is behind that or which company is behind that. I understand that that is an issue. But try and do your best to do research. What is it that I'm watching? What is it that I'm paying for? And please pay for your porn and i'm gonna give you the reason why the reason is because masturbation and maybe even watching porn is an act of self-care and if you already do it then see it as an investment in your self-care if you want to keep on watching porn you have to pay for it really it's it's something really close to my heart okay we're slowly coming to the end of the episode but before i end things i just want to sum up the most important things to take away First things first, we as a society, we need to start talking about porn. So if you're listening and you're a teacher or a parent or a person in power, talk to your children, talk to your students, talk to the people around you about porn. 
Let them know that porn does not represent the reality. And make sure that porn is normalized step by step. We can avoid it being a taboo and we can avoid things happening that should not be happening. Also, next thing. Be intentional about your own habits. Am I perhaps addicted? Do I feel like I can't go on without it? If that is the case, then please, please seek professional help. If you feel that your porn habits are out of your control, just seek professional help and you know that you're not alone. Know that I see you and I acknowledge you if that is the case. And that is okay. People are always out there to help you. And the last thing, I'm going to repeat myself once more. Pay for your porn. And <laughs> that was today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I know that that was a lot of information, a lot of opinions, a lot of studies and evidence. Let's see what opinion you make of it. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Gladly DM me on my Instagram at IamMyBestFriend.podcast and otherwise, I just want to say I love you all. I always... Really, really always wish the best for you. You deserve the best and nothing but the best. And we're going to hear from each other in the next episode. Bye.